Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, uh, episode 15 for September 8th, 2017. You know, I always have to check what date it is just because I did it last week and I completely fucked up. And all because I didn't check what the date was. Every single time I've checked what the date is when I go to say it, I get it right. Because surprise, surprise, I'm just reading off of what's written down instead of going off what I have in my head. <laughs> oh, lordy. Oh, man. Today's podcast might be a bit of a bummer. I'm going to try to put a positive spin on it, but it's just like... There's just been a bit of shit that's happened. Not to me personally, but just around to people around me. And it's... it's there's um I'll go into a couple of them. But one of them I'm not going to, just because that one in particular is a bit rough. But um, it's just uh, people that I love are going through things that I can't really help them with, that, that just have to kind of be. And it's so, oh man, it's such a bummer. And like, some of them I'm di- like, I have been directly involved with. Like, um, a member of my family recently had to put their dog down. Which is so fucking rough, cause like I, I I hung around that dog for years, and just there was, like he was like a rescue dog and everything, and like there just was, just it was just like he was just too mentally messed up, which was such a shame. And then um then a, a member of my family in England had something really tragic happen to them. Which is just, ugh. when I heard the news, like, I'm not going to go into that one. That one's a bit more private and I don't want to delve into their business. But that one in particular hit me really hard. That one was kind of fucked up. And then today, one of my buddies uh, told me that they're going to put their dog down next week. And was like, fuck, man, it really does come in threes. Like, all this just, oh, man, like, it's a bummer. And like I and, and like that's the understatement of the century, but it's just like sometimes so much hyperbole, like by me in particular as well, gets thrown around of like you say something like this is the worst thing ever when you know you fucking <laughs> you got to wait two minutes in traffic or something. But so it almost makes it more poignant when you actually just say, "Man, that's just fucking a terrible situation." Oh man, the only way that I can ever think to um, try to take something good out of an experience like that is to think of the good years that you did have with them. Because I've had um, a few years ago, within about six months, um, we had two dogs, my family, and within six months of each other, they both had to be euthanized and it was really fucking rough. And like... It's just one of those things that, you know, all you can kind of take away from it is that you had the time that you did with them and that, you know, um, you can always have that and, like, you'll have photos of them, hopefully, and then you just remember that and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the other one that happened to my family member in England just kind of made me take a step back and go, man, I just need to kind of appreciate some people in my family a bit more and just, not that I haven't beforehand, but it's like, I got to kind of, it made me realize a bit more fragility 
like how easily a family can be rocked in some situations. So I'm just like, fuck, nah. I gotta slow down the pace a bit. Like, um, I've recently been listening to, uh, uh, Christina Pajitsky. Um, her podcast, not your mum's house, which is a great podcast, really funny and like so fucking silly, but in the best way. Um, I've been listening to her solo podcast called That's Deep Bro, and where she kind of goes into people's problems and stuff like that because she's a philosophy major. And um, she made a really great point of life should be kind of like, it makes you sound like a hippie when you say it, but life should kind of be lived at a pace like the ocean in that like you got to flow. You don't got to like, I've definitely tried to keep myself too busy sometimes. And while I do enjoy being busy, like there's, it comes a point where it's like, you're going to fucking overdo it. And that's when you burn yourself out. There needs to be like an ebb and flow to things that I've definitely not been paying attention to in particular with seeing the people that I love and it's become very poignant to me now because while I do see him, uh, I see him very frequently and I don't want to stop. Um, it's very apparent to me in that my baby nephew, seeing him grow up, like starting to like literally grow because he's like four and a half months old. It's just like, but I see him literally every week. But with that, I, I don't not want to see him every week. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I want to keep that consistency of seeing him grow because I don't want to have, you know, a fucking year away from him and then come back and go, Jesus Christ, what happened? Because that's how it is with some of my family members at the moment because we're far away and everything. It's just, I'm really starting to understand a bit more, like, how much I shouldn't have dropped off just with people in general. Not with family, just because the family one is more there in another country or they're on the other side of the country. It's just, I think we're all going to try to make an effort to communicate a lot more with each other and see each other whenever we can. And I just think that's very important. And like, you know, I got to, I want to try to, like I've been saying this whole time, try to cut out as much negativity from my life as possible. And I'm try to live with a lot of love just because these three shit things have happened and then it's just like um it's almost like rock bottom in a way so then it's like well you can go up from here or you can get sucked into the feedback loop from hell which is just you know you kind of it's hard to say it without making it sound like someone just saying you know move on but it's like you gotta you gotta obviously grieve for these things you gotta feel like shit you have to feel like shit but you can't let that completely destroy you you gotta kind of try to slowly take yourself out of that hole yeah it's tough um you know I, i was in the process of doing it earlier in the year and i'm getting to a point now where i'm like kind of comfortable with where I am at the moment like in a lot of aspects I'm not but as in like I'm at a stage now where um I was thinking about it today because uh I used to have this thing like when you're with someone 
um, they occupy a lot of your thought time. Uh, and this, if no one else actually feels like this, I'm going to sound like such a freak. Um, but, so I'd be at work and I'd be thinking about who I was with at the time very frequently, you know, like going to do this, going to do that, and then that ends. And then you're so used to that, thinking that for so long that it becomes your habit to still think of it. And then you feel shit because you're thinking of it. And then it makes you feel sad because of that. And then you kind of slowly get that away. And then I, thankfully for me, I got to a point where I'm just like wishing for good things and just hoping that she finds what she wants. Um, and then these almost things that happen here and there, it's just like, you'd think about that. And then you're just like, man, I'm at a stage where I was just like, I got to, like I've been, like I said, uh, like very early in the podcast episodes, I'm kind of let myself be uncomfortable with being alone lately in that like, I'm trying to do a bit too much, I think, in the sense of I'm trying to make things happen in like a seeing someone, but I'm just, fuck that is basically what I'm trying to say. Like, I think I've been trying to force things too much and then I've put that too high on the shelf lately because I'm at a stage where I think I could do it again. So when you know, when you've not done something for a while and you're like, I think I could do it again, it becomes very like, oh man, that'll be cool to do again. Like, And then it starts to cl- climb up on your list of things. It's like, man, hope I get to do that again. And it's like, becomes a lot of things that you're thinking about. Then it gets to a point where you're like, dude, you're fucking obsessed with the idea of it more than you actually want it. So don't fucking get in that mindset. Fuck that. Like the mindset that you should be in is that you want to live a good life be the person that you'd like to meet you know and any person that actually comes into your life friend relationship whatever um should not be to be as like a service it should be that they're there as the person that they are and that they you're not there to make up things that you don't have you're there to add like quality to each other's life if that makes sense hopefully it does anyway fuck me 10 minutes all right and i've got all these goddamn dot points all right so (laughs) i'm gonna try to bang through these then um so last podcast i left you saying that i was going to gourmet weekend and that i was gonna take it easy now, one of those things happened. I went to Gourmet and I did not take it easy. I drank way too much and I'm fucking, and I know I'm done. Like, I'm not, pre- I'm genuinely like, when I say I drank too much, I'm like, I'm not a dude that says I'm that to be like a braggadocious or anything. I'm just, I'm embarrassed. I did so much dumb shit and I'm fucking, my friends got videos of it, which is fair enough. Um, open game because we had like a scavenger hunt going of just silly shit (laughs) and then like drunk taxi rides and then just looking fucking terrible and then just nah it was too much like literally blacking out and not remembering how I got to certain places and more than anything else what I'm dislike what I've started to realize I dislike about 
drinking, when you're drunk, sometimes it feels like, when you get to a certain point anyway, you're not as in control of yourself. Like, it's like, who's steering the ship, you know? It feels like you're not anymore. And like, (laughs) when you say you're not as in control of yourself, that's like when everyone goes, well, yeah, no shit, you're drunk. But like, it's like the lights are on, but no one's home. And I just, I'm uncomfortable with having that little control of myself because that's when that embarrassing shit happens. Like, that's when, you know, you spill drinks, you mess your fucking outfit up. Sometimes, like, fortunately this didn't happen to me, but, like, that's when, like, friends will, like, get in punch-ups and stuff like that. It's just fucking gross. I'm just... Ugh. I'm done. Like, done. Calling it. And, like, one of my friends was like, nah, man, just drink beer, because we were drinking wine. And then we switched to beer when we got to a different winery, but it's just like, nah. Done. Like, I'm... With a lot of things... It's hard for me not to go all in when I'm doing it. So it's like, if I'm drinking, I it's very hard for me just to have one or two and then not, not like if I'm with friends anyway, have one or two and then get on a roll just because I'm fucking weak. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and kind of have that steamroll into a drunken night. So I just got to shut it down. Then I'll be good. And actually, that'll segue quite nicely. Um, speaking of drinking, because uh, tonight, well, uh, Thursday night, sorry, not the time you'll be seeing this. Uh, seeing this, wow. Listening to this, um, I went to uh, Elizabeth's shopping center, as I tend to do a bit more lately, because uh, I wanted to see uh, It tonight, It, um, the movie It. Uh, was released today, uh, this week, sorry. So I wanted to see it. I was curious. I didn't have much to do. So I was like, yeah, let's go see it. Um, I'll talk more about that in a sec. But one thing that I noticed in particular around the suburb of Elizabeth, because it's one of those places that, like, uh, it does get a bit of a bad rep, but at the same time, some of it is earned. Because it's a place that if you go to the shopping center on a certain day, at the certain time, you're like, man, this is pretty nice. But if you go to it when it's like the most populated and like the <laughs> the cracks start to begin to show in the woodwork, like there's legitimately people walking around drinking like cans of Woodstock in the mall. And it's like, dude, like, can't you save it for later? So weird. I don't get it. It's just, I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. But I guess, you know, alcoholism, maybe? That's my only thought. Why else would you drink in a public place in that manner? I don't know. Um, And because of that as well, it brings out the fucking people, if you want to see a movie during late night shopping, it brings out the people that talk during movies. And oh my God. There were quite a few of those tonight. And the thing is, I fucking love movies. I love the experience of going to the cinema to watch a movie. It's so awesome. Like, because if I sit at home and watch a movie, it is cool and everything. Like, 
it's nice to have the privacy and all that. You know, you, you don't have to put pants on. It's nice. Like, you control everything. But, like, you can... There's external factors when you're there watching it at home that might happen. It's like, you can pause it, then go to the toilet and get caught up doing something else. Like, what if your phone rings? What if, what if someone liked my photo on Instagram and I got a fucking, you know... Uh, you can kind of get caught up doing other shit and then before you know it, you're like, hang on, i got to rewind it and all this and then you're just out of the experience and just, there was no point in doing it. So I like, you know, I like the movie experience. It's fun. Like, it's, and it's a good thing to do on your own because it's, you're entertaining, you're being entertained and you don't, you know, it's it's an activity where you sit still silently for about two hours. So, it's kind of perfect to do on your own. <laughs> uh, um, the movie itself was quite good. Um, uh, the movie It. It's, whenever I say the word It, when I'm referring... It doesn't help that the movie is called It, because whenever you say the word It as a noun, rather than the title of the movie, it can get a bit hairy. And sound like you're making fucking really bad puns. Um, the movie, though, was quite good. It was better than I was expecting, but it, you know, didn't really... It wasn't super scary, but it was, like, fun scary. Which I, I like. Like, this, it was, uh, there were some spooks and scares, some goofs and gaffs. But it, it's not, like, nightmare fuel, I don't think. Like, there's only a few movies like that that... Because I'm, I'm fucking tough. <laughs> There's a few movies that have really kind of stuck with me in that sense to, like, freak me the fuck out, which are, and they're such good movies too, would be the, um, the first Insidious movie, that one's really good, and a movie called Sinister. Those two are great. I would recommend watching those any day of the week. I think you could watch that at 2pm on a Sunday and get freaked out. Like, your neighbor could be out mowing his front lawn. Maybe a, There could be a fucking border collie running down the street. You know? There could be, like, Van Halen playing from your neighbor's yard. Just all this positive shit, and then you're just, like, sitting there freaking out. Like, this shit, this shit gonna give me nightmares. Oh, man. Such good movies. I might actually watch them both this weekend, now that I'm thinking about it. Um... Yeah, the movie was cool, though, and it did that because it's set in the 80s, um, and because it has one of the actors from Stranger Things in it, it's automatically going to get compared to it, but I feel like it had the same vibe as Stranger Things in that, I obviously I wasn't alive in the 80s, so I don't know this myself, but it feels like it captures the period very well, and that it doesn't beat you over the head too much with it, like yeah, by the way, this is the 80s, you know. There, There's a bit here and there where it's like, it, it feels like it's kind of pandering, like, just in case you forgot, it's still the 80s. Like, yeah, I get it. The only thing that kind of annoyed me was um, uh, the kid that plays Finn on Stranger Things, who's in it. He plays, like, a bit of a different character. um, And, like, he's play, he's, like, more like the comic relief in it. Which is cool and everything. Like, it's cool to have that if you've got a group of kids. Of course, kids are funny. But I was thinking about this. There's just kind of too many jokes sometimes where it's like, 
you didn't really need to say that. You didn't really need to say that. Like, if they... I feel like if they cut out a third, a quarter to a third of some of the silly jokes that he says in it, it would have been... First of all, it would have been better, just overall, because it would have broken up the tone of the movie too much. Let me sound like a critic. But at the same time, if you have less jokes, but they're of better quality... They hit better. So instead of like, bam, 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 you like, you just have kaboom, kaboom. Yeah, that's not a very good frame of reference there. But you understand what I mean. Like, and I was thinking about it as I was driving home and I almost feel as if that is quite new within the last 10 years, I would say. And I'd say that's due a huge part to the Marvel franchise because one of the big things that people take away from Marvel movies is that they're funny. But because of that, that means that when a new Marvel movie comes out, it's like, oh, but it's got to be funny. It's got to be funny. You got you to gotta be silly because we're cartoons or comics, you know. Like the first Iron Man is a great movie. And there are funny bits in it, but they're not fucking forced, you know? Like, Logan is a really good example. That's a fucking brilliant movie. And the funny bits in it, they're just there to be funny. It's not like, oh, we need someone to say something silly here. Or also here. It's like... um, I actually can't think of a Marvel one off the top of my head. I can, actually. Because it's like... If you watch a Marvel trailer, it'll show the whole thing there'll be an action sequence and then it'll be like and then it'll show the title and it'll say you know super x superhero xxx and then after that there just has to be just a five second clip of one of the jokes in it like they did that with the wonder woman trailer where she was um going into a a place with like an umbrella. It's like, oh, I don't think it'll fit or some shit. Or like she was going in with a gun or a sword or something. And it was just like, eh, that's a, it just felt like they kind of ripped that off from Marvel. And was like, you don't need to do that as a DC comic. You can be more serious. I don't know. I don't know. Just going off on a fucking stupid rant. That really doesn't matter. But that was my only, if that's my biggest complaint is that there's just a few too many jokes that don't quite hit. Then I think it's quite good. I like the dude that played Pennywise. He has a good clown voice. Like, and it was a bit more intense than I expected in that, um, I don't know what it's rated here. I think it's rated MA here, but it's a bit more gory than I thought it would be. Like, it's not like a gore fest. It's not, you're not watching Saw, but just some of the stuff it shows is a bit more full on than I thought it would be. And that's not a bad thing. Uh... Now, what else have I been up to this week? Uh, not too much. Oh, actually, I well, I had a burrito, <laughs> which was awesome. Which is kind of uh, straying off of the path of what I'm trying to do at the moment. But I don't... I'm having them, like... That's going to be, like, my thing. Like, I don't see movies as often as I used to anymore. So I'm not, you know, eating burritos as often <laughs> as I used to anymore. So that's just kind of my thing, you know, go get a burrito, go see a movie, cool. And the rest just try to, you know, eat healthy. You can make a burrito healthy in some manner, but for the most part, it's not always going to be 100%. 
But um, I recently got into this fitness channel that anyone who's listening to this has probably heard of because they've got like 4 million subscribers. It's called Athlean X. So if you type in um, Athlean, as in like athlete, but A-T-H lean, it'll be the first thing that pops up, Athlean X. He's really solid. It's this guy named Jeff Cavalier, I think. He's a physical therapist and like a, and he's a trainer as well. And he just goes through all these things that you're like, man, I hadn't thought of that. Hadn't thought to do that. He's just got so much knowledge and experience from his years of doing all this stuff that you like, just opens up doors. And there's already shit that, um, I've been watching that might, that's helping me with my shoulders because my right shoulder just, um, pulls forward a bit much. So I'm just trying to like reset it in a way. So it's almost like you have your own physical therapist there with you doing it, which is cool. And um, he's got a guy on there named Jesse who came on, and I watched this. You know, I, I'm, I'm not. I I'll admit that I like to watch motivational videos. They're fucking really good. Anything that pumps you up and gives you a bit of inspiration will do. I don't care what it is. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I watched a motivational video of the guy Jesse, and he was talking about what his thought process was when he first joined the team. And there's just this one line in it that really stuck out to me. It's like, all right, now it's time to actually put in the work and it's time to eat like an adult. And I was like, fuck, that's a great way to think of it. So like, you know, sometimes I'll be like in the supermarket or something. It's like, oh, I might just go grab some chocolate. It's like, fuck that, eat like an adult. And then you go grab something like a protein bar or something, you know. It's a cool little... It's a great little quote that you can just kind of say to yourself to kind of help you put yourself on the right path. Like, I wouldn't eat that. I'm not a sucker. Then go. And then that's like, you've already made the decision. Like, I'm going to grab that ice cream. Nah, I'm going to, fuck that. I'm going to eat like an adult. Walk away. I'm going to, you know. (gasps) Jesus. Sorry. That was a huge hiccup. (laughs) I'm going to, get these frosted flakes and eat, eat the whole box for breakfast tomorrow. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to eat like an adult. Which, you know, <laughs> which is kind of ironic because I see plenty of adults out there eating terribly, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, Athlean X, definitely check them out. It's such quality content. And uh, He's kind of got stuff for everyone on every level too. Because I like to go through the comments because, like, the, the comment section is actually quite solid there. And there'll be guys that are like, oh, I've been training for, like, 10 years and I hadn't even thought of that. It's like, oh, that's awesome to kind of know that in the short time that I myself have been training that it's not, like, the most obvious thing in the world that I hadn't picked up on. It's a nice bit of reassurance and it's nice to learn. It's a really cool way to learn because he's super visual and I'm uh, I like to see things myself rather than read so the video is a good medium for it obviously okay <laughs> uh, getting close to a half hour so I was probably getting to the old uh, album of the week this week my album of the week this week is Low Teens by a band called Every Time I Die uh, Low Teens came out last year it's a really fucking good album. Uh, let's see. Let's go through the stats of it. Came out on Epitaph label. Epitaph record labels. 
and it goes for 43 minutes and 21 seconds. I'm just tripping over my own tongue here, sorry. Man, Every Time I Die is such a sick band, and like, it's their eighth album, and somehow they've been able to be consistently solid through each album, and I would argue get better as each one goes on. They're such a good band, man, and like, they're such a party band. You can just put them on and just hang out with the dudes and just you know, do some fun shit and you're good. Like, it, good driving music. Like, they're good for anything. Good gym music. Like, man. Sometimes I like to think of songs like, I've probably said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I will give like an album like The Gym Test. As in like, um, you listen to it and it kind of pumps you up. You're like, man, yeah, I'm going to fuck these weights up. Like, I'm going to, train the shit out of this muscle today it fires you up good gym music like it's gym approved whereas you know i'm not going to listen to like i'm probably not going to listen to like uh touche amour when i work out oh wait that was a bad touche amour sick for that and like they're actually quite quick what's the band i'm thinking of la dispute like i'm probably not going to listen to something in that genre I'm probably not going to listen to, like, City and Colour when I work out. All awesome stuff, but it's not going to fire me up. But a band like Every Time I Die, oh, man, so good. So fucking good. Now, what... The song that I would recommend off of this, uh, and you need to watch the video for it, too, just for some reason it really gets to me. The... The... Yes, the song's name is Map Change. The video for it is awesome because, like... It's them exploring where they're from in Buffalo, New York. And it's just... It's so genuine, just from what it is. It's a very sincere video, and I like it. Like, It'll... I don't know. It might make you feel something, because it does for me, and I don't know why. Like, um... I don't know what it is, yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, uh, Architects released a new songs today called Doomsday, which is a great song. I definitely recommend you checking that out. And, um, man, I was watching that because the video is so good as well and it's intense. Like, heavy warning. If you know the story behind it, like, it might get to you a bit. Um, but the fact that Architects released that about a year after one of their band members passing away from cancer is like... And then, like, it's basically about him. And, like, that's a really intense song to listen to. And I feel like it captures the feeling of it quite well, in, like, as in being a bystander to it, having myself seen a family member go through it. Like, and, oh, man, I was watching it today, and I, like, fucking started to tear up, and I was crying halfway through, and I was like, this is weird. I don't often do this with heavy, like with music, let alone heavy music. But it was nice. Like it's, I mean, it's, I like it's nice to be comfortable in that I'm okay with feeling these emotions, because I think if you identify that any of these emotions, first of all, it's healthy. You know, I'm not gonna fucking if it makes you feel like you're gonna cry. There's nothing wrong with it. What's the worst that's gonna happen? You know, it's not like someone's gonna beat the shit out of me for crying. Um. But I think if something does, like, I'm trying to feel as much as I can about out things in that trying to be in touch with my emotions a lot more. 
because if you listen to that, I feel like you can live a bit of a better life in the sense of you kind of got to listen to why am I feeling this way about this? Oh, maybe that's because I don't really want to do that. Why do I feel like this when I think of this person? Oh, maybe it's because they're like a toxic friend and I shouldn't be around them anymore. Why do I why do I constantly think about this? Maybe it's because it's something I want to do. You know, like trying to think of why I feel the way I do about certain things. So it will make me understand more of what I should keep and what I should let go of. And I think the letting go of many things is super important. Like I was talking to a friend on the weekend, like I said, like she said to me, which was really nice to hear because we were talking about like how, because we hadn't seen each other for a few months. She's like, it's weird that you're single now. It's like, and I was just like, yeah, it's all good though. I don't really give a fuck now. I just want her, like, I just want her to be happy. She's got someone new, which is fucking rad. And like, and it's one of those things, like, it's so hard not to sound genuine when you say something like that. But like, everyone that I've recently re, reenacted, I've recently interacted is the word I'm looking for with, I've just fucking, I don't feel negative towards them. Like, I only want to surround myself with people that I love because there's no point in me dealing with people for the sake of dealing with them. Like, and I'm probably going to, you know, there's probably going to be people along the way that I feel that way about at the moment that I don't feel that way about at the moment. Sorry that I will eventually, but you know, I'm 22. That's going to happen. But I just got to listen to my emotions a bit more and see how I feel about things. So that way I can be a more genuine person to not only for everyone around me, but for myself, because I don't want to get caught up believing in my own lie, because I think that's where you can kind of go wrong, and that's when you start to create excuses for yourself and actually not act on things. That's what I need to do above all else, is act on things, which I will start doing. Okay, <laughs> what does this weekend see me doing? You know what? I actually don't have any plans for the upcoming week. So I'm going to have to try to make something happen. So I'll have something cool to talk to you guys about. That is on my list for this week. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, guys.